Hi, everybody. Mike Rothman here, GM of TechStrong Research, with another edition of the TechStrong Research Review. This is where Mitch and I, Mitch, how are you? Mitch Ashley, principal of TechStrong Research and CTO and jack of all trades and basically getting involved in all sorts of nonsense. Chief uh, Chief bottle washer, whatever we need done, I'll I'll help out. Sure, for sure, for sure. (laughs) And although all you see is the traditional purple background, Mitch is actually at Boca headquarters. We will get to that in a minute. But we are here for the Tech Strong Research Review, where you kind of get a sense of and 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 able to, you know, kind of tag along as we do our weekly research meeting, where we just kind of kibitz a little bit about what we hear going on and what we see and, and really kind of things that we think are interesting to you folks out there. Uh, and there's a lot. Right. There's a lot. So this actually we just literally got off a meeting where we were going through the ideas that we have for our predict conference. That is in January. I think they said January 18th. I think that's the yeah. I'm not sure if it's firm firm, but yeah, it'll be I think in January. It'll be close. It'll be that third week of January. We tend to tend to do it that uh that week. Uh, and that's really kind of the research show, right? That's where you know kind of we determine, publish a whole bunch of trends as well as a research report in terms of where things are going and have a variety of different speakers uh, to really talk about what to expect in 2024. And shockingly enough, as we were going through our different ideas and we're really thinking and, and, you know, agonizing and, and racking our brains to understand, you know, what's going on there. We decided that AI is pretty much, you know, everywhere and and all time, but not just, you know, AI is that specter that's out there, AI that, you know, again, depending on uh, how dystopian you want to be or optimistic you want to be, how AI is going to change everything. It's really more about the fact that AI is here today. Right. And what does that mean in terms of how you're going to do DevOps? Right. What does that mean in terms of its impact to cloud native infrastructure? What does that mean to digital transformation? What does that mean to security? Right. So we'll be integrating kind of AI futures in all of the different areas that we spend our time, as well as a little bit on AI as a standalone thing as well. So it's it's going to be really cool. We have some really cool ideas about how to make AI a lot more tangible to really show folks that it is here today and that it is providing value to customers. So Keep an eye out for that, Mitch. What, what did you? What were your your take from the from the meeting we just got off? Yeah, I think we're you know everyone's kind of maybe struggling, maybe you know deep into it, figuring out what AI means, generative AI primarily, but you know AI in general. And I think personally, for me, you know, I started doing Prolog and Lisp in the late '80s, early '90s, right? And that's when it was all going to happen, and it didn't. And then machine learning, and that's when it's and all neural gonna networks. Neural networks. And neural network. Oh yeah, we worked on some, and uh, machine learning. Now it's that's all going to happen. So you've kind of this uh, uh, boy cry, boy uh, cry wolf, you know, syndrome. Uh, but I think we finally have a wolf, so it's it's here and, and not necessarily bad. Has it, wolf, has it but... eaten Red Riding Hood yet? I don't know if it's eaten Little Red Riding Hood yet, but you know, well, well, that story ends. We have an opportunity to write a different story, or have generative AI write the news. That's story. what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think you know, we're all okay. So what does this mean to us? And you know, we can all hear about the it's going to change everything everywhere all the time, you know, kind of thing. 
Um, yes, but it, it, I think I don't think any of us think it's it's we've gone through so many successive generations of uh, no code's going to change everything. Well, it, it does change some things and it, it influences a lot of what we do. The cloud, same thing. It went from somebody else's computer to here's how we do things differently in an environment where we have those kind of resources and software architectures. And so we keep going through generations of change, you know, cloud native architecture. And it doesn't mean everything everywhere changes to that. It's an evolution. And I think with AI, we see that it will influence all, the breadth of the influence is what is yeah. so remarkable of the, the potential impact yeah. um, that we'll see tra transformations and, you know, gradual moves from. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I don't know if you saw this, Mitch, IBM published a survey that they did this week about mm, the impact of generative AI. And it was really interesting because it was, it was as much about, you know, kind of how skills have to change. Mm. And one of their projections, and again, this is based upon survey data and some extrapolation and, and all, and, and take it for what it is, right? It's, you know, kind of speculation and, and extrapolation, but that the skills moving forward are going to be things like prioritization and focus on getting things done, right? Less on STEM, right? Less on the basic technology things that, you know, you would need to know and more on, again, just, you know, kind of structure, logic, project management, prioritization, you know, those things making the unstated assumption, right? That, you know, kind of the machines are going to take care of a lot of the technology that's there, you know, kind of prompt engineering, which isn't a technical skill per se, ends up becoming one of the more valued capabilities as you're trying to figure out how to get these, you know, large learning models to generate consistently accurate information in a format that makes sense. So again, really what we're going to try to do and predict is give a sense of what both the short term and then obviously the, the longer term impacts of this, you know, and it's really a revolution, right? It's not, we like to sit there and say evolution. And, and, you know, I think that you'll have organizations that do take some time to get there that do tread cautiously, but just to be clear, right. You know, kind of the advent of, of chat GPT and, you know, the variety of other models and a lot of the capabilities that the cloud providers are, are offering are nothing short of a revolution in terms mm. of what it is that you can do with these technologies today. It is really remarkable. And, and, you know, I'm honing my own craft at using, um, uh, LLMs for writing code, whether it be, you know, in, in IDEs or through chat GPT or whatever it might be. And there's a whole, you know, when people may not know what prompt engineering is, and that's part of what you do is train your LLMs, the model about how you will ask questions that will bring back certain kinds of data. We also do our own prompt engineering. All of us have done this for years when we learned how to use Google. We learned how to ask Google things in a way that would get us the results, kind of results that we're looking for. And that's that's what we're doing now as people start to use, you know, the uh, GPT client. And, and and that's what that's really what prompt engineering is, is how, how what's the way we uh, ask, whether it be we ask a, an SQL query or we ask a natural, a natural language language string for this information and getting that back. I think one of the things that I'm also really interested in is we spend a lot of times um, summarizing and communicating information. 
And this potentially has a lot of impact on that. I mean, if, if you had access, if, you're, if your models had access to data that was within emails or CRMs or project management systems, you know, writing that project status report, that's, that's a no-brainer. Um, I can write code and I can put it into ChatGPT and say, uh, create a professional documentation and explain this code. And I get something that I would be proud to put in. And most of the time it's, it's accurate, you know, put it into GitHub, et cetera. So it's those things that I think we're excited about that change our jobs, right. And let us like, like other times, right. Our job, we aren't hanging, racking and stacking servers anymore. We're doing cloud administration and design. Somebody's racking and stacking servers. It's just not me. Somebody <laughs> is. And, and a lot of them, but I'm, I'm happy to say I'm not one of them anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and, and I think that's a, an important aspect of that. Right. And, and I just know how my personal workflow has changed based upon, you know, some of these sources, whereas and that's a great analogy in terms of, you know, kind of learning how to tune Google to, you know, kind of generate the results that you want, but you still spend a crap load of time, right? Wading through all of the stuff to figure out what you need and what pieces are there. Whereas now, if you use again, any of your, you know, kind of typical LLM uh, interfaces, you ask it a question and then, you, you know, you spend what turns out to be a significantly amount less in terms of just confirming. So it's, it's, you know, making sure that, again, you're not dealing with a hallucination, that it's got, you know, kind of the right uh, information in there. Obviously, you're going to change, you know, kind of the tone and, and edit uh, a number of, of different things. But it, it really has changed a lot of, you know, kind of the way I would typically go through uh, a lot of my research uh, activities. Uh, and again, that's for, you know, somewhat, you know, kind of um, static types of environments. You, you know, we still don't have the plugins. I mean, we're still dealing with, you know, kind of old information, depending on which LLM you know, because it's only as good as when it was trained and uh, mm -hmm. some of the larger ones were trained, you know, two, three years ago. So, um, you know, again, there are things to, to think about uh, in terms of how it's going to change your your personal uh, kind of interaction. But this idea of, you know, tell developers they don't have to develop documentation anymore. You're going to you're going to make some friends with developers. Right. You know, kind of tell folks you don't have to sit there and plan out a, a micro segmentation uh, kind of uh, addressing scheme. Uh, if you're a networking ops person and you're going to make some friends with these folks. So having the machines be able to really take a lot of that grunt work, you know, just out of the mix. It's going to be very helpful because again, it's not like we need. Oh, we'll be able to do a lot more with a lot less people. It's like, no, we may actually be able to keep up with all the crap that we're supposed to be doing because we are resource constrained. So I think that's a more productive way to frame it rather than the dystopian. Not only is it taking over everything, it's coming for our jobs too. Yeah. It, I mean, some jobs do get eliminated in, in transitions, whether they be revolutionary or evolutionary, but most jobs change, right? They, they don't go away. And I think, you know, this is, these are the kind of things that we'll be talking about predict. And we're going to have some rock stars in, uh, in the DevOps and AI and security and cloud uh, digital transformation as part of this. So we're putting kind of that that featured list together as speakers. And it's, a lot of it is going to be about how this transforms or this changes, you know, how we think about pipelines and workflow, how we think about 
maybe shift left. We think about cloud security and, and traditional security kinds of topics. So it's, and some of it's sort of real-time stuff because, uh, you know, even the large models are starting to get updated more frequently and maybe we'll have a day where it gets updated every day. And so yeah. we don't have to work on six months old data or more. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. a lot of good things. There is. And, and you know, by then it's going to be interesting because we're, we're in the middle of August now, towards the end of August, by the time, you know, everybody sees this one. Um, and things are just happening fast. So I know we don't want to, you know, you're in you're in headquarters for a specific reason. We're doing a little, you know, AI hackathon with a rogues gallery of both DevOps and, and other technology, you know, big thinkers. So I'm trying to just tell us a little bit about what, you know, kind of has happened uh, this week with the hackathon. On and, and obviously you can't talk in overly specific stuff because you know they're actually trying to build a company out of this thing. Um, but I would imagine you know there have been some interesting tidbits. Yeah, much much like in DevOps, you know, um, there was sort of a group that formed together. Uh, to, there was sort of the taking Patrick Dubois' initial idea and, and exploring it, and it's kind of the nucleus of starting a movement, if you will. And it's kind of what this this hackathon is, is bringing people, some who were there, Patrick being one and John Willis and others, but other new people too, who have you know really staked out a claim and, and made their reputations in security and DevOps and, and other things. And this, is, that, this hackathon is all about how do we hack AI as part of how we do our work, whether it's kind of macro thinking in a business and what use cases we could potentially take on to let's go build a model that does that, or let's go build, um, you know, the, the, let's train a model that will accept that kind of a prompt and, and get this kind of a result and automate it through APIs. So there's a lot of technical work, but it's a lot of it is deep thinking about how this will change. So, I think this is this is will happen as a a community that will be formed out of it. And actually, I think several you know there'll be several companies, right? You know, happen because of this as well as you know, a lot of other places too. So it's one of those kind of um, you know, poof. This happened. You know, it's not the big bang, but it's one of the you yeah. know. Oh, there's a galaxy here that formed. And now, what's that going to do? Right? And sure. let's see. Take it from there. So it's and, it's and a I, I mean it's an honor to be here and be part of it and yeah, yeah. yeah I'm absolutely thrilled and it's a lot of fun too and I, you know I think that what's always interesting is when you get a group of really smart people in a room and say let's think about where stuff is going just what happened and, and you can never predict it right even though we'll try in January and but you, you when when you get that kind of thing I mean it is kind of a little bit of a scientific you know reaction uh, and you just don't know what's going to come out of it you know don't know what the unintended consequences are going to be. You don't know, you know, what relationships and what ideas uh, are going to germinate. But it, it is both productive and critical, you know, to provide that opportunity for folks to, you know, really start to ideate and, and figure out what they want to focus on. Yeah, you'll, you'll be seeing some content come because we are kind of, I don't know if we're doing a full documentary of it, but we are, um, we have a lot of video stuff sitting around here. So yeah, guess what? Right. You know, there's a lot of video happening and and uh, I think we'll be able to share a lot of good things that come out of this and some of the ideas that get created. Yeah, no, I think that's cool. Well, all right. So we've hit on predict, we hit on our little hackathon. Keep an eye out for that. I know within the next 
probably two or three weeks, we'll announce the date and, and you know, kind of start to uh, to line up all of the activities around the Predict 2024 conference. So keep an eye out for that. And with that, Mitch, any other parting thoughts, any interesting things you've seen that you want to bring up before we well. start? You know, we talk about AI and all the great things and, you know, I'm hopping on a plane tomorrow. So there's, you know, there's today, today, and there's the future we're building. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, I guess my parting thought is there are times when you feel like there's kind of something special happening right now in our industry and nobody knows where it will really go, but it is changing things already. And that's, that's energizing. And I know it's energizing to you and it is to a lot of people. It is. And, and you don't know what's going to get taken out to see, right? You don't know what's going to, you know, kind of manifest in its place. Uh, but we, I think it's pretty safe to say uh, a lot of stuff is going to be changed. A lot of stuff is going to be disrupted. And we at TechStrong Group and TechStrong Research really want to kind of be front and center in terms of helping you folks understand how to parse that, how to act and, and plan moving forward uh, in terms of, of ensuring that, that you're in a position to thrive regardless of what ends up happening. So with that, we will sign off another episode of Tech Strong Research Review. We will be back next week with a very special episode. So keep an eye on that uh, as well. Take care, everybody.